0: Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales. I'm your host and chief executive resolutionist, Normie Vasquez Scales, at your disposal. women's holistic health and beauty rituals. So, tonight we have with us Shamora Sheikh. As you see noted on the episode page, we're going to have an unplugged conversation pertaining to women's ancient and holistic health and beauty practices. Shamora is the director of the Rite of Passage Institute and has a repertoire of gifts and talents which are which include but are not limited to being a devoted mother, wife, women's ancient health and health an ancient and holistic health practitioner, a veteran homeschool, um, and traditional stu- traditional instructor, to say the least. Most importantly, uh, she does possess a certificate of mastery, and it's child, child development and child development. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, um, I'm going to go ahead and dive into this episode with this dialogue here. I'd like for, to introduce to you, more Sheik, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Thank you, Normia.
0: You're welcome. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. Likewise, likewise. Thank you for carving out the time. And actually, she's actually live and in person <laughs> versus dialing in. So we're actually having real talk right now.
1: Yes, in, in, in person, in the flesh. Yes. So I feel like this is such an important issue um, because, you know, women, we're really like the foundation and the glue of our families and our society and but so often we do not take time out for the self care or to even build sisterhood um, which is so essential to our well being and our health and our ability to, to like keep doing what we do.
0: And I just feel like the
1: more we share that information, the more, you know, empowered uh, women can be and um, be more effective and, and happy in their lives. So I am just any opportunity to share this information and,
0: and to do that. I just love it. Yes, I've, I'm grateful for you coming on um, to basically to co-host this episode, you know, because I am an advocate of holistic practices, especially, you know, being, you know, women's work. We, there, there's nothing that we really don't do as women. And we owe it to ourselves, as, as you know, mm-hmm. you know to, um, to reward ourselves, to reward ourselves, to to restore ourselves, you know, as women on a daily basis, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go ahead and turn it, turn it over to you.
1: Okay. So um, I like to start off first, which is what is yoni? Yes. Um, yoni is just a Sanskrit word for vagina or a sacred space. I like using it. Um, it seems like a more empowering word than like just using the word vagina because if you look at the etymology of the word vagina, it comes from like the word husk, like a husk that would be on a wheat or a plant or something like that. Um, it's kind of just a very antiseptic term, so I feel like yoni is a lot more, like, holistic, because it doesn't mean just the physical body part, but it also means, like, the ideal and the concept um, that this is a place of, life, like, friends, and a place of, that, that is sacred, and, you know, that is not dirty, is not... Um, Less than uh, or bad, but uh, you know, an actual good creative space, which is what it is your sacred space. Um, your yoni is your creative space, and it holds it's where you hold all your feelings and all your relationships. So that's why I like using the word yoni, and I just wanted to kind of like uh just define that right quick because I think a lot of times people are like, What's a yoni? You know, but basically, um, cut
0: and dry, you could just say vagina, okay? So. <laughs> and, and this is enlightening for me as well because you know, I you know, I you know, shamelessly confess, you know, that I was actually ignorant, you know, as to, you know, what the definition, what, you know, what Yoni referred to. I've heard of Yoni eggs Mm -hmm. um, and things of that nature, but Mm -hmm. it's never been defined for me up until you. So you brought up the Yoni egg. That's a good start.
1: So Yoni egg, this means vaginal egg, because the Yoni egg is basically a vaginal weight. You insert it into the the vaginal canal, into the vagina, and your muscles clench around it, and the purpose of this vaginal weight is to just strengthen your pelvic floor, which is so essential. Just like any other muscle in your body, um, the the pelvic floor or muscle need to be um, exercised and stretched, and you know, on a regular basis. And it really is a lifestyle. It's not just something you do when there's a problem. A lot of people come whenever they, you know, they're experiencing something. But really, this is ongoing, just maintenance. Okay. So it prevents, like, um, bladder prolapse, um, vaginal, uh, uteral prolapse, um, incontinence. It's great for um, after birth, getting everything back in place and strengthened again. Um, it helps that you have more pleasure in intimacy and intimacy pleasure in sex, that you're able to control your orgasms more because you have that muscle and, um, and flexibility um, to do it. So you really, like she said, you really owe it to yourself. And also, the yoni eggs are made um, of, of crystals or stones. So not all crystals or stones can be used as a yoni egg. A lot of them are for sale out there, and they're toxic. Um, for example, lapis lazuli or like tiger's eye, pyrite. You can buy a lapis lazuli or a tiger's eye yoni egg, but you should not be using it internally in your body because it, they naturally have arsenic and lead in them. So um, I'm always very careful about like, screening my, the eggs that I sell and having them lab tested to make sure that they are what they are, that they're not dyed, that they're not glass. But they should be a crystal, genuine crystal stone that is safe to use in the body. And those crystals or stones actually have metaphysical properties that are working on healing your body in addition to um, strengthening it as a weight at the same time. So you have your metaphysical benefits
0: and then you have the physical strengthening that's happening at the same time. Hmm. And this is so intriguing to me. I just have to overcome my own, you know, feeble (laughs) apprehension. It's all good. It's all good. It's to transcend my own fear, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better phrase. Mm -hmm. Um, I did omit something, too, when I I had given my mini bio of you. Uh Um, Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you refer to the episode page, I make a note of her repertoire of skills and talents. Uh, That does include henna artistry Mm -hmm. as well as belly dance. She's Mm -hmm. a very seasoned, accomplished belly dancer and belly dance instructor as well, which also correlates, you know, to women's work. Absolutely. And you've been in my classes,
1: so you could actually speak from experience. (laughs) (laughs) But belly dance, I teach it from more of a holistic um, perspective instead of a performance perspective. So because the way I was taught belly dance – It was handed down to me, and belly dance traditionally was handed down from mother to daughter as a way um, to give girls and women a way of um, keeping their body strong and healthy, preparing the body for childbirth, um, also preparing the body for, like I said, because it strengthens the pelvic floor, for intimacy and to um, have as much pleasure as, you know, she can have when having um, sex or having intimacy. So really preparing for marriage, preparing for marriage and preparing for childbirth. And so I really teach um, belly dance from a a health perspective. So, um, you know, like really working on that sacral chakra, balancing out the chakras in your body um, with the dancing that you're doing and um, bringing in that kudalini energy, but also strengthening the pelvic floor and the ligaments that are all in in the pelvic area Um, Because really, as women, that's where we carry, you know, all of our, a lot of our attention. And, um, you know, for example, like women having fibroids and, you know, that being an energy that has become stagnant there in the uterus but needs to be released. And belly dance really helps with that release and expression. So definitely, um, belly dance is definitely related to women's health and beauty rituals. And again, ancient. You know going back again like the yoni eggs is nothing new it is thousands of years old like they excavated yoni eggs from the pyramids like it's that old so we talking about thousands of years old these are like time-tested practices that women created for themselves not like you know whereas um there's a lot of other things out there now that are you know invented they're for women but invented by men you know like you know tampons or um kegels for example but from Dr. Kegel, I mean, not that you know, that's he's a man, and he came up with exercises for women's public. So not to like down him or anything, but I just think there is something there for practices that are created by women
0: for women. Oh, I must wholeheartedly agree. And as you were speaking, thank you for bringing up um, the tampon. <laughs> uh, Tam, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not an advocate of. of it just it right. just defies all logic right. that, right. that process. Uh, but it is interesting that some of these means were created by men. The mm-hmm. uh, the pap smear. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, who, who thought that this barbaric procedure, mm-hmm. you know, for mm-hmm. uh, women's health screening? But right. it is a comfort, as of my last screening, to know that they're uh, contemplating doing away with this. Mm-hmm. At least in... The speculum.
1: And yeah. I think they said that even a woman has invented a type of speculum that is more woman-friendly, um, a woman gynecologist has. So they're, they're looking at definitely making it more humane um, and woman-centered. So I'm yes. glad to see these efforts happening in the medical world, like, whew, because we've come a long way.
0: Yes. yes. And um, one of the questions that I had, you've, you've already alluded to um, your gifts. Then your repertoire, mm-hmm. as I as I refer to mm-hmm. it, between the introduction and then your personal perspective of it. Mm-hmm. What would you say, Shimor has labored as a catalyst that sparked? Well, actually, this might be. I think this is redundant. Mm-hmm. But if you could clarify the catalyst for you personally that sparked your personal women's health and I call it women's health and empowerment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Today. I mean, so, um, so for me, it's kind of hard to think of it as a catalyst because. In a way, there is one though, but I just grew up seeing like my mom and my aunt and like a lot of the women in my community, especially growing up um, in a Muslim community. A lot of I was mostly in a Senegalese, um, West African Muslim community. So I grew up seeing the women get together every week for tea, getting their henna done at every celebration or just on a regular basis in their homes, you know, mixing the henna. Um, yoni steaming together, um, just doing all these different um, practices that are indigenous to Senegal, but also to many other countries too. Um, now that, I, that I've learned, now like you can find yoni steaming throughout Asia and throughout other parts of Africa. Um, you know, Morocco, Egypt. It's something that kind of like just indigenous women have done since the beginning of time, everywhere for themselves. And there's so many different recipes and blends, herbal blends, depending on what you're trying to do. Um, so I just grew up seeing them do do this. And then I was put through like a rite of passage, like when I had my moon or my period, and then I was able to start joining them in these things. And so it really was just like a way of life that I really took for granted as I grew um, and became mostly when I went on to college and I started um, sharing with my friends, um, you know, what we were doing. And they were just like, what? You know, and that's when I realized, these were, this was really different, and that women are not, most women in America are not getting together and and bonding on a weekly basis and um, creating sisterhood and caring for bodies in this way. And so out of curiosity, like, well, can I try it? And so I started just kind of like just doing this for my friends. And it was something that I just did for myself. But eventually, it became such an abundance that I was like, I got to break away. I was teaching I, my own, I had started my own daycare, but I had to break away from like my tutoring center, or my, my learning center. It actually was Right to Passage Learning Center in the beginning, and I catered to youth, and I homeschooled, and I tutored, and I had a daycare, and I actually had to break away from that, which kind of was, it was time, too, um, the way things were working, and, and basically focused just on women's wellness because it was such a demand for it, mm-hmm. so I started this 10 years ago um officially as a business, um and switched over to Rites of Passage Institute, which focused mainly on women. Um
0: and that was the catalyst. Okay. <laughs> and, and that's a tie in to the comment that I also posted on the episode page. I quoted you when you said when the women are good, everyone's good. That's right. So I don't know well, it's that's pretty self explanatory. Yeah. But if you want to lend any anything? In addition to that, that I mean, that's Well, kind of I just volume. have
1: read that, like, the measure of, this, of how well a society is doing is how well, like, their women and their children are doing. Um, you know, that's just, like, statistically uh, has been the case. So, because, I, you know, so yeah, um, definitely that's a measure. So, the more we can uplift, like I said, we're a lot of times the glue in the foundation for our families. I mean, life comes through us. We give birth to you know children and all that, so it's like that's definitely an area that needs to be nurtured and that you know attended to um so that it can keep stay strong and keep doing what it does
0: oh, like I said um, I' wholeheartedly share your sentiments mm-hmm. in, in that regard um in many regards, I should say, mm-hmm. but especially there mm-hmm. um, so you've already share it with us about your women's practices was there were there any i know smoke baths i do smoke bath. i offer
1: smoke baths water. as a service um it's kind of like the yoni steam, but instead of um water hot water and herbs that's steaming up through to the vagina it's um dry so it's just actually you're using charcoal and you're burning the resin and the herbs on this charcoal and the smoke is coming up and in, um into the vaginal area so that's like um, very similar to yoni steaming, but instead of the wet water, instead of a wet steam, it's a dry smoke. Mm-hmm. And then I also do belly binding, Kong belly binding, um, which is uh, it's a whole system. It's 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 more than just a wrap. It's like a 15 yards of, of 100% cotton fabric that is bound around the waist. But there's a lot that goes with that. I do an assessment of your of your abs and your core. I educate your um, abdomen anatomy, which is not as simple as we think it is. Um, the woman's body, and you, when a woman gives birth, her body, um, the abdominal um, recti um, separates and pull apart to accommodate that growing fetus. And then, so it was a tradition that after a woman had a baby, she would be binding in order to bring those muscles back together so that they can reconnect and become Stronger, and we just don't do that anymore. And so, what's happened is a lot of women are walking around and they're open, and not only just from having a baby, but also the way our modern lifestyle is. We put a lot of stress on our connective tissues, and where our core muscles become very weak from a lot of sitting and a lot of sedentary. We don't sit on the floor, we always want to sit up in a chair. Um, when we use the bathroom, we're sitting, our toilet is like a chair. It's not like a squat where the body is made to naturally squat when using the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So this over time has created um, a lot of weakness in our bodies with our connective tissues, which is bad posture, weak abdominal muscles, lower back pain. And so I work with women. I teach them corrective exercises, strengthening exercises. Um, I use a, blend, a herbal blend of oils um, on the abdomen to help basically bring that back together and that whole, as women like to call it, that, that snap back, yes. snap back kitty or getting the waist snaps, but it's more than just losing weight or slimming down a waist. You actually are, you know, bringing this linear elbow, this connective tissue, this diastasis rectal, you're actually healing that and bringing that back together, um, which is a domino effect for the slimming down and to getting rid of that pudge or that pooch or that, Whatever you want to call it, um, you know, and just getting on the same side as your body and working with it. So I do offer belly binding, um, offer um, the henna services as a henna artist. I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Um, it's just, I, I forget what I do. Like, I forget everything I do. But it's all about the ancient practices, like, again, that, um, and using those um, to help heal women and, and create uh, sisterhood and bonding along with.
0: She is a Jackie of all trades, and mm-hmm. contrary to the notion, she she has apparently matched at them all. Mm-hmm. So, please take me uh, to, you know, I'm gonna, we're going gonna, gonna to have her to shout out her website and her contact me okay. uh, mediums as well, you know, just so you can direct all the sorts. Um, would you say that if that there's a correlation between your practices and heightened femininity, femininity and overall confidence I know and, and belly dance me being completely ignorant of mm-hmm. uh, the obvious you know yes it uh, it does help to strengthen your core but never really making that connection um, to how your reproductive like you said your sacral mm-hmm. your sacral, chakra mm-hmm. uh, root chakra mm-hmm. I believe it is mm-hmm. you know you know how that's all relative as well but but um, I'm so tapping into this, this whole Feminine energy notion, and what can I do just to heighten my femininity? I've done Nia classes, I'm in a variety of dance classes. Wow! Belly dance in particular, definitely directiles. That yes, <laughs> yeah. the male. So just just, just, just your- yeah. I love I love your class. I do. Thank you. No, so, and I have a solution for attending the whole class now. Yes! <laughs> I'm glad hear you Yes.
1: Um, definitely, confidence. You mentioned, yeah, it definitely gives you confidence um, because when you feel good, you look good, you know. And belly dancing is something you know it gets your circulation going, you're working your muscles, and um, I just love it because it's not like you have to go to the gym and lift these weights and sweat it out and just kill yourself. Belly dance is very gentle and. You know, it's fun, and the music just takes you away to a, on a journey. and you're you know you're the camaraderie, the, the other women in there is such a um, inclusive environment. and it's women of all ages I have, as young as fourteen to like age sixty right now. I mean, I get the whole variety of women. And so being in that environment and the atmosphere, and being able to like strengthen your body and um, be fit through something, that is so gentle and nurturing to your body, it just feels good, and it definitely boosts your confidence, because you have that glow, you're definitely getting toned, you're working them abs, I mean, you don't have to do sit-ups, but you're getting your abs are getting defined, you're like, whoa, you start feeling yourself, like, you know, so it definitely lifts you up, I mean, the yoni feeding again, like, you know, um, I don't, you know, especially, I think just. For, for getting your hormones balanced, you know, you, you're feeling better because your hormones are balanced. And, I mean, that affects your looks, that affects your, you know, your testosterone levels. And, you know, if you're having, for example, um, hair growth or whatever it might be, um, tumors, all, you know, your tumors will shrink, you know, your hair growth reduces, your balance, you balance out, your moods are more balanced out because of that. And you could be who you are, like really who you are um, and your best self. So, Definitely, the practices that like help you to feel better. Same thing with the with the henna and the belly binding. Henna is actually medicinal. It's, um, so it's more than just like a body art, something that just looks good on you. It's more than just decorating your body. You're actually getting. I mean, I use essential oils in there. It's a sedative. It's antibacterial, antifungal. It's really. It makes your nails grow. So it is. It, it does give you that confidence. It does, and it does. Um, because it has that yin energy and that femininity, like you said, it heightens it gives you that femininity. Um, just, yeah, you just feel so much more like, I don't know, open and soft and delicate and, you know, toned and taunt and yourself, you know, it's like you got your body back, you get your body back. You know, we give so much, you know, like I said, we have, we give birth to babies. and After you've given birth to a baby and breastfed a baby and you do so much of giving and, you know, with your, your mate and everything that, like, to have your body for yourself, you know, and to still be able to pull back to be you is very important for a woman. Yes. You know, we right. lose ourselves so much and we give so much. And so, yeah, definitely it's easy to do that. So, um, I'll say definitely, like you said, heightens the
0: femininity and gives a confidence. Hmm. So, so, with that being said, and um, you're enlightening me. I'm like, okay. I'm I have a running task list mm-hmm. of services that I need to keep it to, to uh have fulfilled through so I had no idea henna <laughs> was medicinal. I oh mean, yeah. that that just took me away for a minute. What oh. I was gonna ask. So I would definitely re- revisit that conversation with you about henna. Mm-hmm. I just have to think of hmm, what type of symbol yeah. I wanna use. But um Is there a male perspective on this? Any feedback? Absolutely. You Um, may hear through the grapevine. or Oh, yeah.
1: So interesting enough that most of the time the men are booking the appointments for their girlfriends or their wives. And sometimes their daughters, too, like if they're fathers and they have teenage daughters. So actually it's the men who are um, very enlightened and who have stepped up and they're like, hey, for Mother's Day, I want to do this for my woman, you know, or you know, it's her birthday, I want to treat her to this pampering. And I thought, like, how sweet is that? That yes. is so sweet. Like, these, I'm like, that is the ultimate gift-giving. I mean, I'm just like, whoa, these brothers out here are, you know, so when I hear people say things like, you know, men are, you know, there aren't any good men and all this and that and I'm like nah there are brothers out here who are doing it who are loving their women, loving their families and making sure that they're okay and cared for and nurtured and all of that and it's just so beautiful to see so um, as far as like the men and the men are like I mean you know my husband you know he talks to the brothers and everything and they just had this look like when they know their wife's getting a yoni scene they be like they know it's going to be a good night So excited, and see the thing is when you get a yoni scene, you cannot have sex until the next day. So they they were like, one of the sisters was like, dude, can you write that down and put that in front of so I can let my husband know? Because he's gonna be meeting me at the door, like ready. And so the men know, and the women, like when I ask, I always follow up and ask them like how they're doing, you know, they you know there some changes in their menstrual cycle after seeing, me, how was everything? And um, when we talk about the sex, it's like they're like, girl. <laughs> couldn't get them off of it. Okay. Like, <laughs> I, it was like all new. It was like a reset button. Like I had a whole new, it was like a new me, Like, and I'm like, okay, all right. That's what's up. You know, I did my job here. You know, I've even had work with women who were dealing with infertility mm-hmm. and um, you know, they were able to get pregnant after like spending tons of money on other like fertility treatments and then finally they were like let me try this season thing or whatever and um next thing you know there's a bun in the oven or something so yeah so I mean it's it's been it's been amazing but yeah the men definitely are involved and conscious and um you know yeah are part of are part of it too mm-hmm. you know it, it creates not only is a woman happy but you know the man is also very happy. And in turn, the children, too, because, you know, like I said, when the women are good,
0: everybody good, right? And, and you know, I'm, I'm smiling. I've been here whole different <laughs> in. But, no, because I'm smiling because the last question, two-part question I was going to ask, you've already answered. Okay. Since this episode, recalibrating the scales, always it correlates to that balance, you know, yes. like yin-yangs all over the place. Yes. Um, the yin and the yang. You are the balance. Mm-hmm. I was going to say what do you what do you say what deficiencies are there? you've made note of those mm-hmm. pertaining to women's health, some of these issues right. fibroids right. and you know all of that and uh how can we uh how can we uh strike a chord like an equilibrium uh mm-hmm. you've just answered that <laughs> <laughs> you confirmed it mm-hmm. um with your anecdote just now mm-hmm. but is there anything that you would let me else you would lend addition to um
1: so I guess what are deficiencies that I see? Um,
0: in society as a whole.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's why I feel like Right to Passion Institute, you know, with the Women's Holistic Health, that is so important, and it's such a, um, I think there's been like, there's been this feminine awakening. Mm-hmm. It has been in this era now because it is so needed. Um, a lot. I mean, women were just kind of like working, you know, so much, I feel like, especially, you know, with black women, um, we work so much and, you know, we don't take, you know, it was like unheard of to take out time to pamper yourself or you would feel guilty if you took out time to take care of yourself. And really it shouldn't even be considered like a, a special thing or, or even a treat. This is like regular maintenance to just care for yourself. Like it's necessary. It's required. Um I did notice too that like oh, okay, that like women they're really one of the sisterhood. Women a lot of times are very competitive with each other. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of women say things like, you know, I don't I don't like women, I don't have any female friends, I only have male friends. Um we kinda were as women we were living very isolated lives where, you know, we give birth and no one checks in. No one calls, no one brings soup, no one, you know, yeah. Comes to like sit with the children while you take a shower is just kind of like a woman and her husband. So I that's a deficiency, and but I feel like we are getting back to that now. We are starting to build sisterhood and communities and find our tribes and things like that.
0: I, I wholeheartedly and I'm so glad we connected on that subject. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward genuinely, like authentically, looking you know forward to that that camaraderie mm-hmm. and that sisterhood mm-hmm. between you and I and other. Women that mm-hmm. I, I know are like-minded. Mm-hmm. So, so are, we, are we almost out of time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, we said. It, is it twenty-four? So, is it seconds now? That we're <laughs> down to the wire. Oh goodness, we're just opening oh, up. We're just cracking it up, real quick, in a few seconds. Uh-huh. If you could shout out your contact information. Sure. Right. right.
1: okay. So, passageinstitute.com. That's P-A-S-S-A-G-E-I-N-S-T-I-T-U-T-E. Mm-hmm. And my one-eight-hundred uh, number is. Let's see if I can find it. It's
0: 1-877-570-3108. There you have it. You've heard it from the source, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Shimura, I'd like to applaud and thank you incessantly for carving out the time, space, and energy to physically be here to do this episode. And I'd like to also applaud all of you listeners out there spanning and speckling the globe. Thank you for your thank you, loyal listenership. I implore it as this episode and this radio platform does rest upon your broad shoulders. My behind-the-scenes team, Bradley, thank you immensely for your unwavering support. Until the next episode, this is Normia vasquez scales signing off.